Welcome to the Corporate Corner. My name is Mats Andersson. And I'm Mario Green Andersson. We'll share with you conversations with people from around the world about their corporate experiences. At TCC, we look forward to together creating community. Welcome to the episode four of the Corporate Corner. Today, Ariel and I are back talking about various things. We talk about the podcast, podcast as a media, and uh, how we perceive the launch of it. We were recommended by some people to keep it shorter. Some said that they liked the long version, so today is a little bit shorter. TCC Express was one listener recommending to call it, so here is the TCC Express today. We also talk about recruitment, both my experience as a recruiter and also the challenge of being on the recruitment market trying to look for a job. So we're going through some experiences there and uh, how difficult it is even in a flourishing job market. And uh, yeah, a little bit of small talk from us about various subjects. Over to the show. Hope you like it. Let's start about the podcast. So uh, how did you feel about that, Ariel? I always find that when I'm putting out content in connection to myself, that it's very challenging. The idea of it is always exciting and I get inspired and I think of all the ideas of what we can do. And then when it comes to actually putting it out, the written and you know verbal podcast content and sharing it with everybody, I find myself pulling back a little bit, kind of back into my little safe cave or so to speak and uh, it's really interesting for me to observe myself in that and then watch you as well how we go through our moments of one of us having more confidence the other one retreating and back and forth it's it's super interesting and then as well that uh, that whole piece about sharing it with people and where we share it and how we share it who's going to see it and then we have surprises where people find out and you go oh okay Phew, all right, we don't have to think about who we're sharing yeah. it with. People know anyway. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's clearly uh, outside my comfort zone to do this. Uh, but, but it's funny to see how the comfort zone is, is moving all the time. The first yeah. was, it was a hurdle to put it out at all. Mm. And then share it on Facebook was big. And then sharing it, sharing it on LinkedIn was big. And now, now it kind of, all that is behind. So now and meanwhile, it. I'm doing in the background social media with Instagram and yeah. whatnot and I, mean, I I really like uh, podcast uh, as a media. I don't. I never seen anyone saying that podcast is a disruptive technology, uh, but I think it is because I don't not anymore long longer listen to radio. I mean, I I think where podcast is fantastic is it really allows a lot of of, of time when you when you like to listen to someone, you get a lot of content. You get you can listen for hours. When you have the traditional media, it's often very well edited more very controlled more, more controlled and there's a uh, format what yeah. you're allowed or you should do or so, you need to make space for things that your boss tells you have to be there. I mean the networks or whatnot so it's it's more limited yes yeah, so I, I think it's a, it's, it's a great way of, of, uh, of sharing well and as well you get f- there's freedom in it yeah. it's just what the digital age is bringing with all the time sucking that it can do in so many ways which all of us who've gotten addicted to a podcast or a Netflix show you find time kind of slipping away but at the same time it's on your own terms 
which in the old days you'd have to wait. I mean, we are doing, you know, podcasts every week and we might do some other, some bonus ones. However, people can wait and listen to them all at, you know, in a, in a binge session of one after the other, if they want to, or come back to it. I think the most frustrating for those of us who are working on a multi-level, multi, uh, multicultural awareness and world and different languages the hardest thing in the past was you would have a show but then you didn't have subtitles most of the time a few countries do it you didn't have the ability to go back and listen to it again or watch it again you had to wait until they might have had some repeats during holidays or something like that i really like that we have the we're creating an opportunity and we're a part of the reality where people can listen to something three times or listen to the parts that they want to a few times to pick up the resources or the ideas or the thoughts as many times as they want to. And that's, I like that freedom. And maybe also as a coach and a teacher, the idea that, you know, some people need to listen, some people need to read, some people will need to be a part of it to, to really take it in. And, and it often takes more than one listen for 30 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever it is that we're allotted on. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I usually re-listen to the ones I like. And, uh, and also we have some longer interviews. And, and uh, we, we, were deba- <laughs> we debated a lot we, about this. <laughs> we, we debated whether we should, should we really go over an hour. Should we always try to keep it to an hour or less or more? And we have some going up to, to two hours. But I, I, I think it's, it's worth it. It, it really allows people to, to, to express themselves and, and truly show who they are rather than, than to cut it down to um, a fixed amount every week. Yeah. Or the part one and two, which, who knows, we may change the format going down the road, but right now, you know, we're moving, you know, into a period where it's the time of year when you, you often do listen to things for a long time. I like to think that our podcasts will be about not only when somebody's commuting, but they're in the middle of a project or organizing or going on a long trip or whatnot and they can really just listen all the way through dive in and part of the length importance as well is that we want to go deeper we want to take things below the surface this isn't just about you know appraisals and you know attrition and whatnot those things are included in the topics but we are each of us talking a little bit deeper than the surface and it's hard to just do that in 20 minutes some people and some topics, it's it's possible. Uh, it's just where we are yeah, right now. Yeah, most of the time you you need more time to get to peel the layers off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember when I when, when listening to when listening to podcasts and when I found a ninety minutes a two hour long one, I used to sneak out early in the morning to go earlier <laughs> to work, and I took a two hour walk to work just to listen through it. Well, I like that the excuse yeah. or the yeah. uh, intention to be healthier through podcasts rather than imagining people sitting on a couch like couch potatoes. So that, that sounds pretty good to me. What, what has our reality been in the last weeks? Uh, basically, oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, it's been intense, actually. It's been very intense. I've been, I, I've been, I mean, an intense job-seeking um, period. And, and, and I, I just wanted to have a quick look on my, my statistics. Okay, I wondered what you were doing. Um, so... Applied for a bunch of jobs. So basically, I'm looking for management jobs in the IT sector, pro project manager, and any ad interim consultant job there could be. The job market is and it's it's rather tough for someone 
well, somebody at your level, executive level. Yeah, is, executive level being you've over been a director and a general uh, manager. You're over fifty years old. They know uh, you've been making a certain amount of money. They don't want to uh, deal with that either. Too much knowledge. Yeah, you can always <laughs> find someone younger who can go do the job. Um, well, so uh, to some degree. Yeah. To some degree, yeah. So I think I've applied for 50 jobs. Oh, I thought uh, it was up to 70 or 80 by now, well, actually. Well, I, mean, I think LinkedIn is the real job market at the moment. It, it, I mean, 10, 15 years ago, it was Monster. Uh, now it seems the most is happening on LinkedIn here in Czech Republic, a lot on jobs.cz, but it's more for Czech-speaking jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great resource. But, yeah. So um, around 50 jobs. Wow. Uh, of that, you get 25 responses. So, so that that's already shows that there's a new trend compared to when I was looking for jobs, uh, which is decades ago, uh, where you were getting a response on everything you sent in. So, so clearly, some companies they don't really they well, bother. It's a policy. They, yeah, it's a policy. They only they only feedback you if they are interested in you. I never liked that policy. I I, I always had a difficult time with that. Did you do that when you were looking for? people at your old work mm, we i think the intention was to give always a re- reply i think sometimes it slips through that it but it, the, the, it should but be but the general a, intention the, isn't just to leave a blank yeah, space a, you, know, you yeah, don't know what's feedback, happening yeah. um so i think and how, can i ask you because yeah. you know we're talking about going below the surface here how does that feel when you, you put out 50 60 more you know applications out into the world or connections out into the world and getting only half or less than half responses how, how is that um i mean that, how does that I, I think that you don't affect you i uh, know that i think you don't feel at all okay. because you don't you you could theoretically think that you're waiting for them and that they're not coming okay uh, i think every time you get a feedback that you don't you, you you're not you're not taken yeah <laughs> you know that, that that i think even if you expect it sometimes and even if the role is not fantastic or it's not something you necessarily want to do it, it, there's always you always feel something even if it's just for for a couple of minutes uh, yeah so every time you don't you you, you you're getting a negative feedback you feel something but it you often get over it uh, relatively quickly that, then i had most times uh, most times yeah then I, then I had one feedback um from one company, I'm, I'm, I'm going to write them myself and tell them. So it was a Danish company. I always love this when you end up yeah. writing the CEO. By the yeah. way, this the, where they where they explicitly said that that uh, we have found better uh, candidates than you. In, it's a bit rude. R- r- so, so you, you don't want you don't need it to be that specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you kind of know that anyway. Uh, and then we had interesting. Accenture, uh, they 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 send a very polite uh, refusal mail, but then a couple of days later they follow up with a survey how I like the interview process and if I would recommend a friend. Oh, uh, how terribly organized! Yeah. And they haven't even <laughs> no 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 but, you for an interview. Yeah, yeah, but it, no, the, no, I think they only wanted the feedback on the process and and how they 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 put themselves out there. Um, well, you've the, actually worked with them quite a lot, ironically, yeah. but on the other side, normally. But but it, it, yeah, we, we, I think we are all overwhelmed by, by service. As, as soon as you do something, you get a survey to fill yeah. in. So, so I'd, I'd never filled that one in. Um, <laughs> but you could, if they're the ones, if yeah. they were the ones who said we found somebody better, then you would totally. No, but it was it wasn't that. Out. No, I know. Uh, and also, many of, also, I think a trend is that they use some standardized. Um, uh, login portals. You have to create a login for nearly every company, a oh, huge, large corporation, annoying. and it's extremely annoying. Um, and it takes a lot of time to fill that in. Sometimes it's so difficult to get through to the last page because the 
the date format is not specified. You don't know whether it should be in US format, European uh-huh, format, uh-huh. and you get error message after error message. Oh, no, until, very uh, unintuitive. Uh, it, it, it's very unintuitive. And are those the same ones you don't actually get back to, or does the portal uh, yeah, automatically get back to you? No, no, no. The portal. <laughs> if no. I put in that much effort, I would expect that they get back to you and say mm. at least an automatic message saying, that, "No, they don't." Thank you for your time. But, but most no. of the time, for example, Oracle never gets back to you, and they say explicitly that they only get back to you if if, if they want to pick up. I appreciate that if they at least say that. Though I will say honestly, I still don't think it's that difficult to have an automated system set up if you're not taking people. (laughs) Just click all the people we didn't take. Automatic message. Yeah, no, thank you. I think it's, you know, after 30, 40 years of listening to the same complaints that it's not a very nice feeling. I I have my doctors say the same thing. We're going to do tests today. If it's negative, we're not going to say anything. If it is, if it's positive, uh, we'll, we'll let you know. Okay, so what if there's a mistake made? <laughs> I'm just hanging out here wondering. Uh, yeah, not it, that it happens often, but it, it's the same thing in the in the interview process. I was taught in the non-digital age, you always follow up. I I got most of the jobs that I have had. I got because I whether I was qualified or not, I would show up in person, which is not really allowed anymore, and then I would come two or three more times after that. So how's it going? Hi. You know, here's my face. Yeah. And it was because of that that I got the jobs. Now, you're not only not able to do that physically, but you're expected not to do that even digitally half the time um, because they want to be bothered and they're not going to answer you. So you don't even know if you should, you know, so to speak. So it's a strange era. It it, it is a strange era. And also, uh, it it was interesting. I mean, I... I, It means your CV has to be amazing. No, uh, I mean, yeah, my CV is another Or your videos thing. on yeah. LinkedIn yeah, or exactly whatever. That. It's taking everything to another level. Clearly, you need to to have fantastic CVs at, at, at this age. I've, I've been told that many times. I need to <laughs> need to work on that. Um, and uh, then we have an interesting episode. Um, one company, uh, I was nearly getting through. It was an inter- interesting interview process with... Uh, with Booking.com. You really liked that. Yeah, I really liked them. They, 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 so, they were the closest we came to something. Yeah, so... You know, we were actually willing to, well, semi-willing from this side, but to to move just to make that happen because it was it was dynamic and interesting and... Yeah, but very uh, positive experience uh, uh, overall. They have a great HR HR team that did a great job that lure you in after the first interview, sending you a relocation a package. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of follow up, and they really communicate with a nice uh, PDF on all on uh, on the relocation and all the packages they have. And, then, and they seem to want you to succeed. As yeah, well. yeah, they they, they, really they clearly they, they clearly prepare you. you. So, so they clearly prepare you with the questions. I think great great HR work, and and then. Uh, uh, flew to Amsterdam for this five interview. Well, they, flew inter- you, yeah. they, they they flew me to Amsterdam for this five in- hour interview, it, and it was interesting to be on the other side. I mean, I, I think I've done thousands of interviews myself um, over the years. Uh, right to, on to, the other side, you were the interviewer. Side. Interviewer, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which which is then totally different. Um, One thing with recruitment is that you never, you can you you can easily think that you are a good recruiter. But you can never really know because you you won't know the talents that you miss out on. So you hire people, they perform well, that is a, a great success for you as a recruiter. You uh, can also probably very clearly see the ones 
where you have problems with, it, with with the employees, but where you cannot tell is the ones you miss out on, and you could miss out on really really big talents. And that's I think that's the difference with a in the sports world, for example. If you have a huge football talent uh, that you are not recruiting at some point in his career, he will pop up somewhere else. Whereas in the corporate world, it's unlikely that you will see someone pop up somewhere else. It well, it's less, less obvious. It's less obvious. Right. It, it could, <laughs> of course, it could happen. You have to be very humble uh, about your uh, own abilities. So coming back to booking and what happened there. The, no, and, and yeah, but they, they have a huge problem in booking uh, if you read Glassdoor oh, yeah. uh, because they, they, they're really criticizing the, the management and I think that's why they now try to hire managers from managers from the outside. They, um, they go they don't on, have the experience. They grew too fast. They grow fast. They, I think if I got it right, they got to grow from 500 to 2,500 people in IT in, uh, in a couple of years and now they need mm. uh, support uh, in the management. So I, I had uh, various interviews and I, I, the, the funny thing is that I, I felt it quite, that it went quite overall quite well. I, I really liked the people who were interviewing me. It was in total five people. Um, they were, I would say, roughly 15, 20 years younger than me. They were all kind of starting in the in the management role. Um, where, where I could see that they were asking for a lot. They wanted a lot of details on, on uh, how, how I do things uh, as a manager. <laughs> and I am really bad in explaining how I'm doing things. Uh, I, I think I, growing up in Sweden in the 70s, uh, and the environment I came from, I think I, 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 the last thing you were supposed to do was talk about yourself, and and I think that is kind of following through. And as I, and that's as, European, that's a European thing in general that I found when I was working in training and presentations. Often, our European candidates that we were looking to hire when I was working in team building and training, they said, "Well, we're at such a disadvantage because in." The American culture and a handful of other cultures, maybe Australia as well, I'm not sure. We're taught how to present and how to toot our own horn, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, you, you are world champions in that. And, that, that's and, and we look, everybody thinks we're arrogant as a result, but we, as capitalists, that's what we kind of have to do to survive in our own world. We come out of that world and everybody gets annoyed with us when we're in Europe and whatnot. Oh, you talk too much about da-da-da. But we're always looking to connect and create and... You know, use we're taught to do that. Whereas but, you guys don't even have generally a fraction of what you need in order to sell the talents that you have. It's not about being arrogant; it's about getting a job. You know, but it's more than that. But. Yeah, but where it's annoying is sometimes when interviewing Americans, or, or <laughs> is, is that even if an American has very little or no knowledge of anything. They can talk around it so much. So, so the, the, yeah, but the, a lot of those people are in really high positions. You, uh, you should know that because <laughs> the people that came yeah, with yeah, that no, music. No. Uh, nothing against Americans. Um, no, it's just uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but, but let's that's go back to the actually yeah. more about cult, That was more about core values, I would say. Their core values, the person or the whole team, I can't say for sure, but their core values versus the reality. You work very intuitively and that's what yeah, makes a yeah. good leader yeah that, they that, don't they don't have an algorithm for what makes them no successful. they they, they, they want yeah but they wanted but more they didn't understand no that. they they wanted kpis they wanted more uh, meat around uh, 
how I do things. And I, I now have, have the choice to either, um, for my, my personal journey, to either uh, learn how to wrap with words uh, around my actions and, and be able to talk about them or find someone who can um, see that the intuitive capacity is, is a value for their organization. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, mm. we'll see which route we're taking. But I, the, I think the, it's, a, it's a, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you because I think it's a com- it's a combination. I think it's important for you to feel comfortable in expressing what you're talking about right here. So I don't think you have to be somebody who you're not, which is to say, blah blah blah, ABC. This is how I do everything because that's not how you do everything. But to maybe be able to confidently speak about the fact, not that I don't know how to say it, because I've listened to you talk about it. And it's like, because in the average world that we live in, it's not acceptable to say, I work intuitively, I know, or, you know, talk about our soft skills. There's a lot of expectation that is set up for a certain kind of person in a certain kind of world. And I think it's hard to get to a place where we can uh, express that in a confident way that finds a connection with the other values, if that makes sense. So somewhere in the middle of being able to express that to people you're talking to, to let them know why it's valuable to them. When we yeah. talk about conscious capitalism and conscious uh, leadership, that's one of the things that's super important is to recognize that all different types of people bring value and not just the ones that fit into the box that you're comfortable with. And I think many of companies have the intention to be open to those things you know they had horizontal leadership there however part of that is recognizing that everybody has something to offer rather than saying I don't get it (laughs) you know Uh, but it's also having the experience to be able to recognize that in people so if they don't recognize it how to express it so I think there's yeah definitely there is a journey there inside for you and as well to, to see how things fit together Definitely. I mean, the, the the way I feel a little bit, it, it's like if you you want to explain how you walk, it, it's close to impossible <laughs> it, to explain to someone how to walk. It, it, it's nearly impossible, and and the one trying trying out what what you're explaining, it would just would be completely weird. Uh, like, the, that that that's yeah. how I feel it. But that, that we had a debriefing. I mean, they are extremely professional. I mean, I, I mean, credit to their HR department. We had a debrief talk. Uh, <laughs> Where I was explicitly told uh, uh, that we, we we all liked you, we could all work with you, uh, but we felt your leadership style too intuitive. Um, <laughs> so so that 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 confirmed confirmed right, that. So their, and, their and values don't so include that exactly. That, and they are more KPI driven, and they they probably how how they 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 run projects by or they don't even run projects how they run their product by moving people back and forth and. Uh, mm-hmm. And it works yeah. for them for the moment. That's. That yeah, works. It, it works. I mean, they they, they are successful, so there, there's no doubt about that. It's, here it sounds like we say in Swedish, även om rönnbären, that the, the 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 grapes are sour. Um, so, so an expression where you can't get what you want and you kind of bash it. But no, but but, but I, it, it's I mean, not my intention here. We're not talking here, so. against yeah, uh, yeah. booking because we actually like them quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I really it, like them. I think yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like with a partner you have you have to align your your core values have to be aligned in order for you to be able to mesh together have a good relationship good communication and and success between you and whether that's a 
love life partnership or a work partnership, those values have to be aligned. It doesn't make that other person or that company bad. It just no, they doesn't great. align with you at the moment or you guys haven't found yeah. the, the place where you connect. Therefore, you know, it didn't work out. But yeah. it was an interesting moment because you you felt it. And you've had this experience before, haven't you? Where this people have not understood on a yeah, no, that that for sure. I think that that it, it's a common theme. Uh, but but you're 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 right that the the, the expectations and the, it has to be aligned. You can't you can't tell someone that they have to love you or, or like you just or, or take you. I mean, in a re- yeah, yeah. so so the, it, it is a little bit like any relationship. You can't uh, push your um, exceptional being on someone. But the, it uh, has come up more than once because it's it's one of the things that was coming up a lot in the last couple of years at work that at home you'd come home and talk about things and I was thinking hmm it's interesting and we talk about how your values weren't fully aligned with your last company in many ways but yeah. you were successful because you knew what you were doing you'd been there a long time you had value uh, most recent leader one of your leaders didn't have the same values didn't see you in this in didn't see you so to speak, you know, this intuitive thing and, and the value of it. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And when yeah, you left, yeah. that was a point. So the fact that it comes up again just is a reminder that there is something there and that's for you to figure out. Is it about making sure uh, you find a way to translate it? Mm, probably it's about making sure you find the right work partnership so that you don't, so that you're you're happy and they're happy and it's, yeah, I think that. a lot of us go to interviews, especially when we're younger. I can, at least I'm speaking for myself. I remember working so hard to be authentic, but there was also at the back of my mind this awareness of what they wanted. And I think it's the same in partnership. At, when I was younger as well, there was this awareness of some, what somebody wanted. And without realizing it, I was forming myself a little bit to make sure I fit that. And I think I watch a lot of people when I'm coaching or my friends and I watch people do that without meaning to. Yeah, but I, I, and I, think I, I that's rarely do that. the biggest mistake that we do. I don't. I, I rarely do that. I no, mean, but I, I am, also you're at a different yeah. period in your life. Yeah, yeah, but I think even even younger, I was always. I can only be myself. I mean, it's really difficult for me to uh, adapt to what I think is the expectation. I agree, I, but you yeah. were within. You were in that company for 25 years. You're yeah. not exactly a hundred percent in the same mental space about things as you were when you entered that company. No, no, no. That, so, that, that's I true. Mean, but and, I, and actually, your your feeling about everything has shifted as your awareness of yourself has shifted. You've been more aware. It wasn't like you were going to leave the company because of it, but you were aware of where things aligned and where they didn't. You still were having success, and so was your uh, the the co-director. Yeah. And you both were booted, but <laughs> mainly because of the you know misalignment of values. Yeah. So it, it, that's all I was trying to say. It's we'll, still looking for the right fit. Yeah, we'll see what what the journey brings. I mean, we all feeling still good and well. Yeah. Yes. Happy. Yes, we're feeling good <laughs> at the same time. Like uh, in between all your time on the computer and you know your workday is uh, about applying for jobs and looking for things and making connections and you know going to lunch to meet people and see what's going on out there. There's a lot of a lot of things happening to try and make work happen and I'm thankful we have the podcast as well as a place to funnel energy and ideas in the meantime and uh, yeah it, it's a great 
at the same time, reflect, we of course yeah. would love to have more work here, the right work and somebody who you want and they want you and yeah. it's all aligned. So we just wanted to check in with everyone, have a chat about the reality of process, which we know many of you have been through or are going through as you're transitioning or interviewing or figuring out if there's a shift that needs to happen in your direction. I think when you're interviewing and you're applying for jobs, don't you find that you reassess, like, am I, am I on the right path? Yeah, you <laughs> Am asking... I applying to the right place? Is that yeah. why no's are coming? Because I'm meant to go a different path, but wait, I have to support my families at the same time, and how do I do this? And, and how do you deal with it? Are you trying to please the interviewer? Are you trying to be yourself? And as they said in, in my interview, there is no right or wrong answer. And I remember I was I used to I used to say that <laughs> I used to say that as well as an interviewer. But ultimately, but, you are but ultimately, you 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 are intuitively liking one or the other better, even if there is no right or wrong. And sorry to say this because I know you're a young, dynamic gentleman of the planet. However, you also deal with some ageism because you're in your you're 50 now, 51, yeah. and it's a different job market. And while you're young, dynamic, and you can go out and you know have a bike ride and go to the gym, there is something that comes with that, like we were talking about before, the assumption that you have a different expectation of salary. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, you've been a leader, so therefore you're going to be a pain in the butt if they hire you because you have your own ideas, which is often challenging, especially... In big companies, they people don't want to be challenged too much sometimes, and uh, at the same time, you know. Yeah, they can't see that my mental age is twenty-two on my CV. I think a lot of it, unfortunately, is is uh, money oriented. Often, people don't think about the fact that it actually costs money to do all these interviews and have people bouncing in and out, and that having somebody who knows what they're doing who might stay for a while could make a big difference. Uh, yeah, and that that's no. worth the cost rather than having people bounce in and out and have to keep re-interviewing and training and hiring because young people these days, um, it's not against them. It's not anti-millennial. It's just a fact that you make more money and you learn more skills and you gather knowledge by bouncing around. So yeah. the, there aren't that many people who are going to stay in a job for 25 years anymore. So we, I'm curious to see how the journey takes you. Yeah, and we'll see. Not only with the podcast... But with your journey and yeah. looking for work and... Looking forward to the next episode. This is only the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good corporate week. Thanks for listening to The Corporate Corner. If you want to know more about us, read our blog and see notes about today's show and link to the podcast, go to our website, www.thecorporatecorner.net. There you also find links to our social media presence as well as means to support us. If you want to get in touch or share a corporate experience, write us at info at thecorporatecorner.net. We would love to hear from you. Have an excellent corporate week and talk to you soon.